Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal prayer and worship practice for followers of Christ. Today we are called to worship with the 105th Psalm, verses 1 through 22. Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make his deeds known to all people. Sing to God, sing praises to the Lord, dwell on his wondrous works. Give praise to God's holy name. Let the hearts rejoice of all those seeking the Lord. Pursue the Lord in his strength, seek his face always. Remember the wondrous works he has done, all his marvelous works and the justice he declared. You who are the offspring of Abraham, his servant, and the children of Jacob, his chosen ones, the Lord, he is our God. His justice is everywhere throughout the whole world. God remembers his covenant forever. The word he commanded to a thousand generations, which he made with Abraham, the solemn pledge he swore to Isaac. God set it up as binding law for Jacob, as an eternal covenant for Israel, promising, I hereby give you the land of Canaan as your allotted inheritance. When they were few in number, insignificant, just immigrants, wandering from nation to nation, from one kingdom to the next, God didn't let anyone oppress them. God punished kings for their sake. Don't touch my anointed ones. Don't harm my prophets. When God called for a famine in the land, destroying every source of food, he sent a man ahead of them who was sold as a slave. It was Joseph. Joseph's feet hurt in his shackles. His neck was in an iron collar until what he predicted actually happened, until what the Lord had said proved him true. The king sent for Joseph and set him free. The ruler of many people released him. The king made Joseph master of his house and ruler over everything he owned to make sure his princes acted according to his will and to teach wisdom to his advisors. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verses 3 through 21. Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau, toward the land of Seir, the open country of Edom. He gave them these orders, Say this to my master Esau, This is the message of your servant Jacob. I've lived as an immigrant with Laban, where I've stayed till now. I own cattle, donkeys, flocks, men servants, and women servants. I'm sending this message to my master now to ask that he be kind. The messengers returned to Jacob and said, We went out to your brother Esau, and he's coming to meet you with four hundred men. Jacob was terrified and felt trapped, so he divided the people with him and the flocks, cattle, and camels into two camps. He thought, if Esau meets the first camp and attacks it, at least one camp will be left to escape. Jacob said, Lord, God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, who said to me, go back to your country and your relatives, and I'll make sure things go well for you. I don't deserve how loyal and truthful you've been to your servant. I went away across the Jordan with just my staff, but now I've become two camps. Save me from my brother Esau. I'm afraid he will come and kill me, the mothers and their children. You were the one who told me, I will make sure things go well for you, and I will make your descendants like the sand of the sea. So many you won't be able to count them. Jacob spent that night there. From what he had acquired, he set aside a gift for his brother Esau. 
200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 nursing camels with their young, 40 cows and 10 bulls, and 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. He separated these herds and gave them to his servants. He said to them, go ahead of me and put some distance between each of the herds. He ordered the first group, when my brother Esau meets you and asks you, who are you with? Where are you going, and whose herds are these in front of you? Say, these are your servant Jacob's, a gift sent by, sent to my master Esau. And Jacob is actually right behind us. He also ordered the second group, the third group, and everyone following the herds. Say exactly the same thing to Esau when you find him. Say also, your servant Jacob is right behind us. Jacob thought, I might be able to pacify Esau with the gift I'm sending ahead. When I meet him, perhaps he will be kind to me. So Jacob sent the gift ahead of him, but he spent that night in the camp. Our epistle reading comes out of the epistle of 1 John, chapter 2, beginning with verse 18. Little children, it is the last hour. Just as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have appeared. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not really part of us. If they had been part of us, they would have stayed with us, but by going out from us, they showed they all are not part of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all you know the truth. I don't write to you because you don't know the truth, but because you know it. You know that no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? Isn't it the person who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This person is the Antichrist, the one who denies the Father and the Son. Everyone who denies the Son does not have the Father, but the one who confesses the Son has the Father also. As for you, what you heard from the beginning must remain in you. If what you heard from the beginning remains in you, you will also remain in relationship to the Son in the Father. This is the promise that he himself gave us, eternal life. I write these things to you about those who are attempting to deceive you. As for you anointing, as for you, the anointing that you received from him remains on you, and you don't need anyone to teach you the truth. But since his anointing teaches you about all things, it's true and not a lie, remain in relationship to him just as he taught you. And now little children remain in relationship to Jesus so that when he appears we can have confidence and not be ashamed in front of him when he comes. If you know that he is righteous, you also know that every person who practices righteousness is born from him. Our gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 19 through 30. There was another division among the Jews because of Jesus' words. Many of them said, He has a demon and has lost his mind. Why listen to him? Others said, These aren't the words of someone who has a demon. Can a demon heal the eyes of people who are blind? The time came for the winter festival of dedication in Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was in the temple, walking in the covered porch named for Solomon. The Jewish opposition circled him and asked, How long will you test our patience? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, but you don't believe. 
The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you don't believe because you don't belong to my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. They will never die and no one will snatch them from my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them from my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. I worship 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now, let's enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud, whichever is more comfortable, depending on where you find yourself participating with us today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church around the globe. Help us to be unified in your mission today. May we be great representatives of Christ wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering, whether sick, injured, or oppressed today. May they feel your comfort, strength, and peace. And Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, 
and enable us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we come to you not just with needs, but also with thanksgivings for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you for those blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words reflecting on God's faithfulness out of the end of Psalm 105. God spread out clouds as a covering, gave lightning to provide light at night. The people asked and God brought quail. God filled them full with food from heaven. God opened the rock and out gushed water, flowing like a river through the desert. Because God remembered his holy promise to Abraham, his servant, God brought his people out with rejoicing, his chosen ones with songs of joy. God gave them the lands of other nations. They inherited the wealth of many peoples, all so that they would keep his laws and observe his instructions. Praise the Lord. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was At Your Feet, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's Psalm, Old Testament, Epistle, and Gospel readings were by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's episode was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.